right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Weekly-ish recap, not really a recap. Coming on a Tuesday, not a Sunday. We had the NIT this past weekend. Sala here, joined by my esteemed colleagues, Mr. DJ Piehowski. Hello, DJ Pie. Greetings, guys. Super Tuesday going on over here. Excited to uh, excited to be back at it with y'all. Uh, we'll see if uh, the Jupiter Lynx Golf Club can whip up the votes. Uh, representing the cliques on his hat tonight, Mr. Tron Carter. Hello, TC. Hello. Uh, all, all credit to Blandy. All hail Blandy. We are going to be talking about uh, the TGL, um, which I admittedly, guys, a week ago, I was like, wait, what is it? What does it stand for? Is it the Tiger Golf League? Uh, it turns out it's the Tomorrow Golf League, which I, I, I think I knew, but I had forgotten over the course of this rollout over the last uh, year plus we're going to fill you in on if you don't know what this is or if confused on anything we're going to fill in as many details as possible the 16 was just announced today a few hours ago before we hit record but first you know who we got to check in with that's our friends at Roback Activewear we are deep into fall and quickly approaching the holiday season Roback is ready fresh off new restocks of our favorite polos hoodies and q-zips trust us when we say there is not better gear for the remainder of fall golf the fit feel the quality it's all perfect and they just released brand new performance crews they are so soft so comfortable with breathable lightweight fabric that has a perfect stretch they are great for the golf course or a night out i ain't got to tell you any more about the performance hoodies legit the only hoodies uh potentially the only hoodies that we wear the fabric is so soft we cannot take it off you know i've got one on now you can pair these bad boys with the new Roback five pocket pant. I'm just now about hearing this. about this. this. Is, yeah, I just, just got an email. Word First ten minutes ago, coming in the ear as we're as we're releasing this episode. Uh, cannot wait to get my hands on these. Uh, now that it's the holiday season, load up on some Roback for both yourself and for others. Use code NLU on Roback.com for a generous twenty percent off your first order through the end of this week. That's R H O B A C K dot com. Twenty percent off bottoms, Q zips, hoodies, and more. With code NLU, get ready for the holiday season with Roback. DJ, fill them in on on what we saw this past week at Frisco. We couldn't go anywhere without seeing the, the subtle dog logo. That was going to be my first question about these five pocket pants. Is, is the is the subtle dog logo and the two stripe ridge on the back going to be present? We could take that offline, but uh, you know, question for question for another day. It's gotten to the point where uh, one of our our friends and other sponsors, uh, Drew from Stone Creek Coffee, he sent over a a fake read this morning. I was asking him for talking points for another pod. And he goes, you guys know Stone Creek. These guys understand quality. There's only one way to describe it. That is best flavor, best mouthfeel. <laughs> Just got back from the NIT. Kept seeing that that. Stone Creek logo everywhere. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's in there. I love, I love the rowback stuff. The amount of stuff we saw at, out at the, the, uh, NIT was, was jarring. Like I would it's say iconic. 50 to 60% of the field. Yeah. They yeah. threw in some great, uh, prizes and gifts for, uh, they fitted some people out with some, uh, a big dollar amount in, uh, in, in rowback gear. If you, uh, were lucky enough to win a prize at the, uh, at the NIT, people might be wondering what the NIT is. That's for another day. People might be wondering what the TGL is. Uh, that is for this day. That is what we're going to talk about. We've been kind of, you know, nipping at it here and there, a little bit of commentary, but it was, uh, we've been kind of away from sitting down and chatting with each other, even for the last couple, several weeks, as a lot of us have been traveling and said, 
All right, it's time to get caught up on this thing. There's been some news, a lot of news on it, um, a bit of drama as John Rahm has was once signed up to do it is now no longer there. Uh, all six teams have been announced. We don't know who's on all the teams, but a lot to break down, a lot to get into. Uh, do you guys want to get into like the details of it first, or should we do a vibe check? Should we do a fit check uh, on how we're feeling on the TGL so far? Let's get into the specifics, right? Let's let's set the table. Let let's for those that might not know what it is, what the hell we're talking about. Let's let's get like into that. TC's first. raising his hand as it. I don't know. Hand up. I thought TGL stood for the, the golf league. <laughs> <laughs> that so would we'll be start there. Sweet. That would be a little bit on the self-serious DC, side. If, if you have the question, someone else in the class probably has the same question. That's what I'm saying. Let's let's start with with some logistics and details here. So this is just very basic TGL golf league created by Tomorrow Sports, which is one of those weird uh, words acronyms that is doesn't have the vowels in it. I don't really think it's an acronym for anything. TMRW uh, Sports. Uh, 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 TMRW. First TMRW. Mistake. Where would those letters be coming from? Tiger so, McElroy, Rory oh, Woods. Tiger oh. Woods, Rory McElroy. Those are, okay. I believe, the four letters. Okay. I might, read, I might read too many press releases. First, I'm hearing of this. Uh, it is a venture formed by sports executive Mike McCarley and professional golfers Tiger Woods and Rory McElroy. Uh, guys, is this, you know, against the PGA Tour? No, Saul, it's not. It's in conjunction with, I don't really know. We're going to get into this later. I don't know how any of the ownership really works. I think the PJ Tour is somehow involved. I think the players somehow have equity. I think all these owners somehow have equity. I don't know. It just kind of seems like a, seems like just a big hodgepodge of investors, uh, kind of nebulous partnerships that are going on. But this is going to be Monday nights on uh, the Worldwide Leader. I believe ESPN, which is a get. That's a good get for them. To get, I mean, slam ball also on ESPN, but slam we can. Ball's uh, sick. <laughs> yeah, people don't seem to think so. The guy so. wearing the cliques hat does <laughs> seem to think that it's sick and that a lot of people watch it. Uh, again, <laughs> you're already Mike McCarley, former Golf Channel executive, NBC Sports executive, Dick Ebersol's PR guy for a long time. I think. I, I think it would be fair to say it's kind of from the minds that brought you golf pass. Would that be would that be fair to say? I believe that is fair to say. I I, I have a feeling I'm going to be at, at times in this episode. I'm going to be I'm going to be holding back the dam here. I'm going to be uh, and I don't know if I'm the most optimistic on this or if no, I'm no, let's or, keep going with the with the okay, detail. Yeah, yeah. We're not there. Yet. Well, We're this, not there yet. My it's disclaimer: true. I don't know if I'm bending over backwards trying to hope that this is cool or if I actually have some hope for it. Uh, we'll, we'll get into all that. So I know the live bots are going to come after you and be like, well, where was the benefit of the doubt for us? Oh, that's already started. It's actually my favorite part of TGL so far is the live bots unironically doing comparisons of the TGL to live this screen golf league and, uh, getting all mad about these comparisons before, way before it even starts when it's like, guys, I don't think you realize the cell phone that this is, but, uh, Hey, you can spend your time however you want to spend it. But uh, already some confusing details, uh, you know, coming out of you, Mr. DJ Pie, or, or who, who said this, I forget, but it is Monday nights, but the first two are on Tuesday nights. So it's worth noting uh, the first iteration of this will be on Tuesday, January 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern. It is the night after the college football uh, playoff title game. And the second will be a week later at 7 p.m. Eastern on the night after a Monday night football wild card uh, playoff game. Both will be on ESPN and ESPN Plus. The other 13 regular season matches on dates to be announced. Uh, they'll be on ESPN or ESPN2 as well as ESPN+. Plus. There'll also be uh, semifinal and finals matches uh, at the end of this season. 
Uh, surely this is green grass golf played on a golf course like all. No, that's what makes no, it different. Sorry, not at all. Absolutely not. That is the huge 12 to six curveball that is thrown here. It is played indoors in a stadium that I believe is still being built in West Palm. I do not think it is. It is it done yet. like a blow up tennis dome. <laughs> yeah. One of those, you know, winter tennis things that they just put over the court. Those things are sick. I wish we had one of those in Milwaukee to hit balls. It is going to be um, feature an enormous screen that players will hit into. Uh, it's like 64 feet wide, I believe. Uh, the screen is set some distance away from where the balls are hit. It's not like, you know, if you're pretty, five pretty iron far. golf. Yeah. I think like 30 yards away from, from where the people are. So you can at least see like a little bit of the shot versus, you know, just smacking one, you know, the, the smack bang, whatever you sound, you would say, if you go to five iron golf or just hit a ball on a simulator, um, there's at least a little, a little bit of element to it. How do you putt? Mm. That is a tremendous question. Once you get within 50 yards, I believe it's 50 yards, uh, of the target through the screen, the screen golf sh full shots that are hit. There's a laser that comes out and points you towards where your ball is either on the green or near the green. Uh, you, you'll place your ball there and you will play, you will finish out the hole. Everyone finishes out the hole actually in person in the arena. Um, you know, you, you got to navigate the contours of the greens, which changes hole by hole. There's, I believe 189 jacks underneath the green that can, uh, you know, go up and down and whatnot to, to, to Mr. illustrate Nicholas? the green shape. Uh, there's some, maybe some Mr. Nicholas hole designs in there. Um, all of this stuff that it's like, man, if you get it right, could be potentially cool. If you get it wrong, it is really not going to be potentially cool. So uh, they've been really, really hyping uh, the tech technological aspects of this. Um, so I would have to think that they've thought a lot of this through. But uh, there's, there's a, they're asking for a lot of faith from a lot of people to this point uh, to get super gung-ho about it, which we'll get into all that. But any questions on, on this to this point to the class? From uh, I think we should mention it's it's six teams of four but only three people are going to play each night. I think that's going to be relevant to our, our conversation. I think it's also relevant. That we don't know exactly who's on each team. And also we don't really know how they're forming the teams. Uh, they just kind of, I guess, stay tuned to Twitter slash X.com. Uh, and the teams will be provided to you uh, at a later date. But I, I don't, there appears to be no draft. I don't think there's any like signing. I think it's a true, like, Who's available on <laughs> January 9th with, with whichever private equity guy. Yeah. Who's available on, you know, February 6th. We needed a couple guys for this day. And I think they're kind of trying to match up the schedules that way right now. But uh, yeah, we've got teams, you know, scattered throughout the, both the East and West coasts. Uh, do, said the man do in the we, Midwest. Like, do, are they scattered throughout or like the teams named after these cities, which is another confusing aspect of this? Because again, as mentioned, all of the events are going to be held at the SoFi Center uh, in West Palm in Florida. Uh, there is our Justin six. Herbert's going to be slinging balls around. <laughs> Uh, they're going to be a, a half empty SoFi center. It's going to be <laughs> filled with the away team fans. I believe, uh, there's the LA golf club, um, which has all we know that, that is on the LA golf club as of now is Colin Morikawa. Uh, there is Boston common golf, uh, which is Rory, Rory Keegan, Close frogs, Adam Scott and Tyrrell Hatton. Um, there's Atlanta drive GC, which is, uh, the only player we know on that team is Justin Thomas. There are two unnamed teams as of the time of recording this. I'm guessing by Thursday we'll know at least one more. But TGL New York and TGL San Francisco, 
We don't know who is on those teams. And then just announced today, Jupiter Links GC, uh, you know, <laughs> headquartered at the Woods Jupiter. Uh, and we know that Tiger Woods will be on that team. So that leaves the following players not on teams yet. That is Ricky Fowler, Matt Fitzpatrick, Justin Rose, Xander Shoffley, Max Homa, Billy Horschel, Tommy Fleetwood, Shane Lowry, Tom Kim, Sahit Tagala, Cam Young, Patrick Cantlay, Wyndham Clark, Minwoo Lee, Kevin Kisner, Lucas Glover, and now a to-be-named 24th player as John Rahm was supposed to be one of these 24 and has backed out. Am I missing anything? Uh, has to be blocky, right? You would think so. You would have you <laughs> would gotta really think, think he's so. the next goal. And no offense to any anyone named here. No offense to you know Lucas Glover, Minwoo Lee, Kevin Kisner, uh, things of that. Ilk. I don't I don't understand the theme of how they're finishing out this roster. Like and I don't know who like the twenty fifth guy who is now going to be the twenty fourth is going to be because uh, man, I don't know how long they're counting on this Lucas Glover hot streak to continue. But uh, it's got <laughs> there was a surprising name on there. Oh man! Uh, all right, well, where where do you want to start? First, uh, one of many questions. Well, let, I'll do the format really quick, and then yeah. you know I want to understand. Let's go through all the particulars okay. before we dive into. Okay. Yeah. The format matches are um, fifteen hole matches. Nine of the holes are what's being called alternating triples, uh, which is three man alt shot. So again, there's four guys to each team, but only three guys play on any given night. Uh, then they will be playing a three man alt shot for nine of the holes against the other team. Then there'll be six holes of singles with each player playing two holes. So like player A is going to play holes 10 and 13. Player B plays 11 and 14 and player C plays holes 12 and 15. Um, and then each, each hole is worth a point basically. So you play, they're going to play all the holes. So it's not like if you win seven and six that it ends, you, you play like all the holes. Yes. Score. Yeah. You get uh, a total number of points. So there's a 40 second shot clock. I think they did this strictly to try to get TC's vote and approval on this. Uh, I know you got to be a fan of that one, TC. I mean, yeah, like, like you're hitting gonna... shots into a screen. <laughs> like, like I hope they can get it. I hope they can play it in under 40 seconds. Right? Is there, is, is there wind? Is there wind? Is There's like got to be wind, game right? Like, that would be sick know. if they had like a big. You know, like, I don't think it's gonna be tunnel. like I don't think there's gonna be like Truman Show wind. I just mean I think there's gonna be like, like simulated wind. Simulated wind. Yeah, uh, I mean Cantley is involved too. You know, we gotta get to the next one because I know TC is gonna light up when he hears the next detail. Uh each team gets four timeouts uh <laughs> that can be used at any time, say if like if Tiger Woods has a 10 foot putt to win a hole or win the match, you could uh call a timeout and ice him. Um Sorry, I, I was skipping ahead. I was thinking the, the person who's going to be policing uh, oh, yeah. those timeouts is, I believe there's a, a black and white shirted referee, TC, on a zebra on, on zebra on the grounds, uh, really enforcing wow. the rules and enforcing any kind of, uh, you know, I don't think they're taking drops, so I don't really know what, what type of rules issues they're going to run into. But. I'll be curious to know, like, you know, how long is it going to be a lot, a lot of drainage ditches that they're playing out of it? <laughs> Mr. Nicholas, Mr. Nicholas's simulated holes. I mean, there's, there's 140 jacks under these, these, uh, 189. You know, some point, You're not short them on this. Uh, 189. I mean, at some point I feel like these jacks are going to malfunction or there's going to be, going to be really tough to read these putts. Uh, we'll see what happens. Like this sounds like the slime cup, like an indoor slime cup. The slime cup was so sick. you have to like it then because you love I, the slime I cup. I really like the slime cup, although I wish they would have taken other things from the slime cup. 
Like the slime? Yeah. We, we haven't gotten there yet. They're rolling out the details very slowly on all this. Maybe there will be slime, TC. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't have any spoilers on that for the remainder of this show. But um want to get into the really exciting part, who the investors are in this thing. Um, I Help me out. I don't know why I, I'm supposed to care about this. This feels like it's been really top billing on a lot of the, the releases that have come out of this. Is You know, you don't get it. Here's who's involved with this. Not a, not a lot of this gets me hyped other than Atlanta Drive GC is led by TC's guy, Arthur Blank, an uh, AMB Sports and Entertainment. And I believe the captain of the team is the CEO of PJ Tour Superstores. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, this was like the highlight of this whole, this whole slow drip of... You know, just like, just tell us what this thing is. No, we're going to make you look at 28 different press releases every month. And I, I that, think was, gonna, that was my favorite nugget of the whole thing. The CEO think, of PGA Tour Superstore <laughs> is, is the, the captain. captain. And I think the, the captain the has to decide like, who's who's playing each week because like, I don't think there's any subs or anything. So it's like if there's only three guys going for, for Atlanta Drive, like you got to decide who's going to sit, and I don't think the players are making that decision. So I, I guess it's the CEO of the of BJ Tour Superstores that's. that's and I, I loved it when JT was announced. Uh, I don't know if we'll be doing media availability or not, but we'll have to see. Golf Galaxy replied to the uh, to the announcement and said something, and I'm like, man, there's you know, do you guys know that the, the the CEO of PJ Tour Superstore, your biggest rival, one city, one team, TC. <laughs> I think that it, they just want to get as many brands involved as possible, which I think is uh, you know, a fail-proof strategy for for captivating the audience. Boston Common Golf is led by John Henry, Tom Warner, Mike Gordon, and Fenway Sports Group. Um, the Jupiter Golf Links, uh, Jupiter Links GC is led by Tiger Woods' TGR Ventures and David Blitzer uh, of the Philadelphia 76ers, New Jersey Devils, Cleveland Guardians. Washington Commanders, Crystal Palace FC, Real Salt Lake, Utah Royals, and Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if those are all separate things or all one combined thing. And I don't really want to know any more details. No, that's what. So Fenway Sports has like you know ownership. No, no this is in, this in is those, and then, David. Uh, don't yeah, call me Blitzer. Blitzer has different. You know, Blitzer. Josh Harris just bought the Commanders, so Blitzer co-owns the Sixers with him and the Devils, and then. I think he's in with the uh, with uh, our guy Qualtrics Ryan hmm. out in out in Utah. I'm sure he's tabbed for an expansion franchise at some point. And then I believe L.A. We've got Alex Ohanian and and his wife Serena Williams, and I think the Onto the Kumpo brothers are involved. Wait, Serena's married to Alex Ohanian? Yes. Yeah, dude. That's on, the tie-in. I ne- I never <laughs> yeah. knew they were married. Yeah, yeah check it out. Yeah, that's crazy. How about See, that? everyone's learning a little bit on this show tonight. I think I think Venus is involved in there somewhere. Alex Morgan, uh, Alex Morgan, Shelby sure. West, right? Of course. Um, TGL New York is led by Stephen Cohen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cohen Private Ventures, <laughs> and then uh, TGL San Francisco is a group led by Avenue Sports Fund with Mark Lazry. Uh, podcast listener Stephen Curry, as well as limited partners Andre Guadala and Clay Thompson. Um, I'm not sure what happened to Draymond here, but um, interesting. Maybe those are the details. Dip out. <clears throat> First well, question: Lazarus a, a the Bucks guy, right? Uh, I think he was. Maybe he isn't anymore. I don't know. Did he sell out to uh, Jimmy Haslam? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll take that over to the trap draw. He, he was a co-owner of the Bucks. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 
allegedly, um, I, I, I don't know if it was Lasry or someone from TGL San Francisco said he, he they bought in for a valuation of the club that is more than $25 million and less than $100 million. Um, again, I don't know what any of this means, but I just found that to be somewhat interesting, which has to mean the cliques are worth $3 billion. That's the first reaction I had. At least. So knowing all of this, well, what's what's the vibe here? What's what's a just, what's a just a check on this? Tell me how I'm supposed to feel about this, DJ. I feel like you've invested more time than you could possibly imagine. It. You just sounded like uh, like Phil in the ship nut quote. Knowing all this, why would you proceed with a league like this? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, a, a lot of a lot of ways we could go, but I'll, I'll start with this. I, I weirdly am obsessed with this and really care about what happens, and I, I don't think that. That's not necessarily because I think it's going to be really, really good or really, really bad. We can get into what I what I think down the road, but I do think it is like a it's a big deal because of all the people that we just listed off, because of all of the tour players that are involved, because of the PJ Tours involvement. I think it's a big deal. Like there aren't a lot of big swings like this, and I think this is going to take the place of a big swing in another area, right? And, and I guess where I'm going with that is like we like have talked at length on this podcast about the PJ Tour product, about trying to fix the telecast, about trying to fix the schedule, about trying to fix all kinds of different things, about trying to create more stars, about trying to like make, you know, the game easier to consume for fans. I feel like instead of addressing most of those things, they're doing this. <laughs> Right. And I don't think that they're necessarily doing anything to help like the bottom of the funnel. I think they're just consistently trying to get more people into this giant funnel. And then it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, Bay Hill, like, trust me, like it sucks to watch on TV. Like you're you're going to hate it. But like we do need to try to get you into that into that funnel. eventually. Yeah, I would say they, they just created a totally different funnel. I mean, maybe, but what is that funneling towards? Like, I think this is all funneling towards the PGA Tour, which I think is one of its biggest, like, strengths and biggest weaknesses, right? Like, that was kind of the thing with Live was it was a very jokey, unserious, like, stupid thing that people were dedicating their entire careers to, which is where I think we were like, okay, this is a massive waste of Brooks Kepka and Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson and all of these guys' time and energy. This is not that. This is not replacing the PJ Tour like by any means. In fact, I think there's going to be a lot of friction about with tournament sponsors, with organizers, with like TV people probably about like whether this ends up taking any juice away from the PJ Tour, which I think is a really interesting topic to to unpack, right? Cuz I I think the first time that you have, you know, a Bay Hill or a Riviera or a Phoenix or a whatever kind of say like well what the fuck man like this guy was supposed to play in the pro-am on wednesday but he didn't because he had to do tgl stuff i think there's gonna start to be like some some issues right and i think everything's like kind of one big happy family now i think the pj tour is like this is an massive marketing engine for our players and it's a great chance for people to get to know colin morikawa a little bit better and you know all of all of these other guys uh, but I just think it's a really, really interesting way to to go about it. And I, I think that's where I, I'm trying very, very, very hard to be wait and see, right? I absolutely don't want to like bury anything before we've we've seen it. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, I think it sounds stupid. <laughs> like I think it, I think it sounds pretty dumb, but I think we can have a very uh, interesting conversation about whether what I think matters and whether it's for me or not. But yeah, I think there. I, I just I think it's a big deal 
that there's this much time, energy, money, enthusiasm put behind it. Because I think a lot of those people that we listed off, Giannis, Serena Williams, Steph Curry, Steve Cohen, all of these people are like, <laughs> I was not supposed to be ironic, but uh, uh, I think a l- that's a big list of people that I think the PJ Tour would be like, God, if we could get them to like take the PJ Tour and golf super seriously, that would be so awesome for us. And this is the route that they're choosing to do it. So I think it's very interesting to see if like that kind of marketing engine actually has any like gas tied to it or if it's just you know what i'm saying like if if people can like tweet their way into this being like an interesting thing or or if like real actual human fans just kind of are like that's cool man i'm gonna go do something else i feel i i don't know if i see it as the pga tour marketing arm that i think you you maybe see it as again we don't know what this really is i don't, I don't, I don't even know if really mean that like pj tour inc i just mean like pj tour golf in general yeah like, this I, is i don't know I'm if trying it, to cash in on that in a really big way i feel like yeah i i just i don't know if like top billing would be like we're trying to get more people to watch pj tour golf through this right I, I i think this is a little bit of waving the white flag of Hey, I don't know how we're going to resolve like a very broken system over on this side of the house. Purses are enormous. Media rights are enormous. Companies that pay the media rights want to run commercials up against it. There's 7,000 golf balls in play all at the same time, spanning 7,500 yards of golf courses. Like none of those issues are going away from the PGA Tour and professional golf at large. And uh, I think like the only, only way, one of the only ways to grow it is like a totally different product that is hey here's the tv window here's where we're going to play it does do i think screen golf sounds pretty silly sure but do i like the idea of hey every i'm going to see every golf shot i know exactly how long it's going to take i know who's going to be there on certain nights and it's relatively harmless primetime viewing and it is a totally separate thing that you know as long as it does i think some of your concerns are very valid of eating it in, eating into a little bit of the pga tour during its prime part of the year Yet at the same time, it's like, how how else was golf, whatever that means, that can mean PGA Tour golf or pro golf, how else was it going to grow without some kind of trying something new? And I think we've long been proponents of trying something new. I don't think this is what we would have come up with, but that's at least got me to the point of saying, curious to see how this goes. I'm curious if it is for me. Uh, I, I I don't have an answer to that right now. I don't think necessarily that it is, but I I don't think full swing was for me and it was wildly popular, extremely popular with, with, uh, you know, non hardcore golf fans. And I think this can have that effect can be really cool. Uh, I, I've certainly thought about it a lot. I don't know if I've thought about it as much as you have Deej, but I'm, I'm a little optimistic on that to say like, all right, we've long since called for some different things. Here's something. We'll see if this works. TC. Yeah, I think I'm largely aligned there of like, Hey, I don't think it's, taking a whole lot off the table. We'll see how they manage through that stuff. I, I have some, we'll get there. Some major questions about scheduling or about, you know, this is on the East coast, right? How does, and the primarily uh, the spring stuff is, is over on the West coast. Our guys are going to fly from Hawaii back here. And then, you know, I would imagine that was probably a reason for Rom withdrawing from it. When Tiger's not involved, is that going to be, you know, I, I think it'll be a home run when Tiger's there, at least the first, or like, will the novelty of it wear off? I've heard some troubling things about the technology not being quite ready for primetime from like insiders. And, 
you know, we'll see. Like, it, it, I think the biggest, the biggest concern I have is some of the self-seriousness of it. Like sure. I'm totally prepared to watch this as a breezy Monday or Tuesday night thing with Freddie and, and, you know, it's a self-contained deal. I'm not going to take it too seriously, but like, you know, that some of the, the upside baked into this is on the gambling front down, you know, down the stretch or, you know, and, and like the way that they're treating these releases and the way that they're, they're talking about this kind of breathlessly is like this revolutionary, uh, framework and, and concept and, and league is like, all right, you know, like, are we talking about the same thing here? Cause, cause it's, you know, it's not, and, and I totally get it. Like I don't watch esports. I'm not a big video game guy. I don't really like playing screen golf all that much, like unless it's just to practice. And, you know, so yeah, it's probably not for me, but what I worry is that like the novelty wears off and it's just these guys going through the motions, you know, the sixth week or the third season. And it's like, man, like what, like, what are we doing here? I share your concerns on the self-seriousness. I think I was uh, more hopeful that it wouldn't be this self-serious or this the franchises wouldn't be real and the, the competitiveness wouldn't be real. I've tried to equate it to like a member guest in terms of like, I mean, you're there first to have fun, entertain, yeah. enjoy the people you're with. Yeah, but like when you get to the end, like you want to fucking win, right? Like you, there's an element of yeah. competitiveness to it, which I think is probably a pretty important through line to it. It seems to be a weirdly strong driver of it that I think is really difficult when you don't have a draft, when you don't have any understanding of how the teams come together, when you don't know what team you're supposed to be pulling for in any way. Uh, that's a really, really tricky part. And at the end of the day, it is screen golf. So, like, well, and, and what's the like, what's the bearing or the the tie to any of the cities, right? <laughs> like, you know, or, a, and and yeah. yeah, the I think the other thing too is like if they didn't. Like live kind of gave you a blueprint for sh for certain shit not to do, of like hey like hire some good graphic designers, like come up with good team names or good branding and like that that's certainly not happening. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you are wearing a cliques hat right now, and I just I cannot stop laughing about that. <laughs> yeah, I I mean. You know, like I'm wearing the cliques hat kind of ironically, but kind of unironically. Like the fireballs, that's fire branding. I like that, you know, but, but the, like the Boston common, like the golf, the, the, the like the, the seriousness with which they sent out that press release the other day where the frog has a golf ball <laughs> and it's like below its mouth and his little thing there. And then, you know, it symbolizes this and da, da 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 da. It's like it's not it's not a good logo. It's not well it's not well designed. The the video of Morikawa talking about that you know, this is one of the biggest honors of my life. You know, I've, <laughs> I've I got the Ryder Cup call. This is right up there with that. Like that that's where it's like we just kind of I mean that was that was know, a, a tipping point. That was one that it was like, oh no, <laughs> this 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 might be that's so off putting to over <laughs> oversimplify it. Like, didn't we just got done doing fifteen podcasts about how these guys maybe didn't even take the Ryder Cup seriously? <laughs> like, you think they're gonna take the fucking screen golf seriously? Uh, and that's where I think a lot of the stuff just kind of ends up like. I don't know. There's just a, a stink about it to me of like a lot of people with like a really sharp presentation deck 
kind of getting to the end of it and being like, well, you know, like idiots will watch this. Like, yeah, I know it's not for me and it's not for you and it's not for like, I don't know anybody who would watch it, but like, you know, idiots will watch it. And that's how a lot of this stuff just ends up feeling to me is like, I feel like the, uh, the teams are not built for like the teams feel like they're built around the schedules of the players rather than like what's actually interesting for fans. The competition feels like it's built around the schedules of, you know, the players rather than what's interesting for fans. A lot of the stuff feels like it's built around, you know, the interests of the like venture capitalists funding the teams, which is not all that interesting. And it just, it feels like so many other things in golf where it's like the fans are going to end up being like the 17th or 18th priority here which is where i think it, we're kind of just gonna we're just probably doomed to be stuck in the middle between no 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 no. it's super serious or uh, you know it's super silly and fun and super low stakes and also like these guys want to win here's uh, here's some instagram videos about it and that's it just feels like it's going to be kind of in that weird middle ground but you know who knows again tron i'm with you like if if they're making it for kids and they're making it for like Hey, here's a great way to get to know tour players. And here's a great way to, you know, watch an accessible, sped up version of the game. All for it. Sounds awesome. That sounds like a brilliant way to do it. But as soon as it becomes like, this is a big time equity play because golf is such a valuable property, is where I start to get to like, okay, well, maybe golf's just like meant to be sort of a niche sport. And everybody who tries to do this ends up looking like a fucking idiot. Uh, and I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like a, an element of this is like the newfound popularity of golf that's come from in the last three or four years from really from COVID. Uh, uh, golf loves to pat itself on the back for how popular it is right now and all the things that they're getting right, which just ignore the previous nine, 10 years of just straight down decline pre-COVID of uh, everything from golf course developments, participation rates, golf course closures, all that. And there, but there is a very real like celebrity interest in golf. It feels like every athlete, uh, tons of celebrities. It just feels like everyone has gotten a little taste of golf in some way. Right. And again, I don't, the part I don't blame them for is just like putting their hands up and be like, yo, we like, we, we know this shit sucks over here and it's just not going to get better. So like how, if all these people are getting into the funnel in some way, where can we, point these people that is not 18 minutes of Morgan Stanley commercials per hour. And that, you know, I, I watched and, I, and I've put out a lot of calls for people to watch this mostly in relation to the, the, the PGL and, and with live the, uh, the, the explain documentary on Netflix about cricket and the invention of 2020 trick cricket, also called T20 cricket and how they took this old stodgy sport with uh, all these antiquated rules and funny outfits and all of these things. And this game, it took way too long to play. It takes five days to play a test match and, and like distilling it down into one three hour match with 20 overs. That is basically like, all right, you know, exactly, you know, how long this match is going to, going to last. And like a man, like fuck that it's still played outdoors. It's still kind of played by the same rules in general. And it's not like an indoor screen uh, cricket game so it's not a perfect parallel but it is just kind of a shocking rewatch now as this thing's about to launch to say all right t20 cricket against a lot of odds has been wildly popular worldwide and has become like the premier brand of cricket and if golf is to take an enormous leap this may be closer to the way than the green grass golf way do i have doubts that it will of course but 
uh, I don't know. That's where I come back to like, ah, I'm at least curious to see how, the, how this kind of trends things. It's funny to me where like, like we're talking about this and talking about it makes me angry that the PGA tour doesn't ever try anything new of like, cool. Like, why don't we try it? Like if, if a 40 second shot clock's a good idea, why don't we try something like that in an actual tournament? You know, why don't we try like look at baseball? Baseball evolved the hell out of their rules and and just you know looked at some of the challenges and and obstacles that they were facing over the last 20, 30 years of decline and helped turn that around this year. And it's it's done wonders for the game, you know, but there's no emphasis. It's all just like, yeah, let's just package it all up into this thing that all it like it seems like it's just trying to fill this void after football right it's like football season's over pga tour is terrified of going up against football and it's also like this is in you know maybe it'll work well where it's in conjunction with the west coast swing which by and large is the best part of the golf like of the pga tour schedule by far but like what i'm struggling with is like you know looking at the at the so these are all live competitions, correct? Yes. Looking at the schedule, like our guys, so, all right, all the guys that are playing Century, which is most of the guys, you know, Rory doesn't usually play Century, but like most of the guys on the list of whatever, 24, 25 guys playing in this thing are playing Century in Kapalua. And then, you know, a lot of them don't play Sony, but they're all going to basically fly from Hawaii, take a red eye, fly from Hawaii to Florida for the first one of these or, or two teams worth, right? Yeah. So it'd only be six guys and it would be Tuesday night. So I, that one actually okay. feels pretty realistic to me. And then I think a lot of them are going to be on the Florida, like when you're in Florida for the Florida swing. So that's where I, the ROM thing is interesting to me. I don't know if we want to go there. But they're next, not getting but, to the Florida swing till, I mean, so like how long is this season? Do we even know? It's 15 weeks. 15 weeks. Okay. So the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. First eight weeks, half the season, they, they're they on the West Coast. Yes. But also, so even you're, the guys you're only don't, playing, you're only playing in a third, which is, I, I think, like an issue, but like yeah. you're only playing in a third of the matches, right? There's, yeah. there's two matches playing each time and there's six teams. So you're only playing in a third of the matches. And of those third of the matches, you're sitting at least what one, one and a half, kind of on average. Yeah, I so think you're, you're talking, you know, one maybe two inconvenient trips for a lot right. of uh, a lot of these dudes. That again, and the the end result is that you end up going to play a two hour screen golf match uh, in West Palm. They're flying them. I think they're flying them private, you know, to and from. They're getting them to where they need to be. I, I'm less concerned about that part as I am just like all right, dude, it's, I don't know. There's a million other concerns other than just that, I think. And the whole, like the, the city's part just feels, I see what they're doing and they're trying to get people invested in it or give them a reason to, you know, care or find an allegiance, like kind of have an easier way into that. But at the end of the day, it also feels kind of cheap and kind of, uh, you know, kind of shortcutty of like, that's, you know, like it's like Arthur Blank and JT are going to be down on the sidelines with the CEO of PGA Tour Superstore. Like, you know, and, like, and you your know, people, your people from Atlanta are going to exactly. be, are going to be, you know, rooting them on. No, I, I agree. That's the stuff that is like, 
I guess you could call it a learning from Liv because other than you, I haven't met very many Cleeks fans out there. So at least it like the Liv stuff was like, yeah, of course I'm not going to pick like an allegiance to any of these teams because like all these guys are super unlikable and you know it's all completely arbitrary. And that's where I, I'm I'm with you. Like the city stuff feels very cheap to me. I guess it's at least like some sort of anchor point. Right, it at least gives some people some reason to at least like even know what the teams are. I thought Joel Beal wrote a really good piece for Golf Digest about a lot of this stuff uh, that people should go check out. But I mean, at least like if you're in Boston, at least a reason to understand like that this thing exists, probably. Right, I mean that's better than starting from nowhere because I think having a lot of these like pretty boring players on arbitrary teams just really gives you like no reason to to think through any of it so it's i don't know man it's it's weird i think there's a lot of things i i do like and and trying to like again not not bury it before it's done like or before it starts like i think there's gonna be a lot to like i think the tiger stuff we've talked about this for months and months but like probably the most reliable way you're gonna see tiger uh, you know hitting golf shots is here where he doesn't Ryan Burr says he's going to win Riviera oh, that's right. this year. That's true. Well, that notwithstanding, uh, <laughs> those are those are some epic tweets. I would recommend people go to seek out. I think the Tiger stuff's cool. I think the team golf stuff is. I think we've been pretty on the record that like we're Something not anti live because we're anti team golf. Like I think that is actually really fun. I think the thing that makes live stinky is the fact that again, like I said earlier, just kind of like fractured. The entire like kind of kind of (laughs) just kind of the other thing i i think again not to make all of this like a direct comparison to live but it's it's a pretty natural comp i think one of the problems with live was that it it weirdly wasn't like different enough from the pj tour right it painted itself as like this totally disruptive thing that is going to totally revolutionize golf golf's too stodgy takes too long it's too boring we're changing all that by not changing anything about the competition right so hiring like, slugger white yeah like it still has all the waiting between shots it still has all of the reading putts it still has all of those the things music like, yeah sure and in the shorts don't discount the shorts but uh and the I flash think mob you're forgetting a lot of stuff here dude <laughs> <laughs> i mean god i forgot what the flash mob this is not a very good look into what live golf is all about <laughs> the watering hole you know uh, what the closest thing i'm thinking like the more i think about it the closest thing you guys remember the movie Basketball? Yes, <laughs> that's a great cop. It's like God. exactly. I can see people going nuts for it. And it feels like feels like basketball. It's like one of my favorite movies. I love basketball. God, JT's mom's going out with squeak. <laughs> uh, God, that's a great cop. I'm gonna have to watch that movie. Uh, I think the TV schedule is good. Tell you mentioned that. You know, knowing when you're starting, knowing when you're finishing, I think all that stuff's great. Uh, the format's fine, and I think like the you know appeal to to kids is great. I, I think that's anything else on the big flashing like things that you like. I I I think there is a huge difference between must see TV and like harmless viewing to throw on TV, right? I think and that's well. This said. is way closer to harmless viewing to throw on TV than it's going to be like. Dude, did you see the TGL match last night? And it's like, dude, there is a void to fill after football season ends. And yeah, like it, it's sports programming. It's from some familiar faces. 
Um, and I think it's just going to be like, probably have it on and you don't even know if you need the sound on to just be a little curious as to what happens. But I guess that's where I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to have my expectations like too high, but I guess that's where I come back to my original point of like, if, if you have all of this time, money, effort, cooperation involved and like what you're getting is like, yeah, you know what? Wasn't terrible. Feels like such a massive waste. You know, like, I think that's, that's kind of where I'm, my frustration lies because I'm totally with you. The stakes are not that high, right? Maybe it'll, maybe it'll stink. Maybe it'll be fine. It'll probably be somewhere in the middle. That's, that's great. But I think like, that's kind of what I was saying earlier is like golf doesn't have that many chances to get all of these like influential people rowing in the same direction. And if, if we wind up with something that's just like, yeah, I don't know. I watched the first couple and then I kind of forgot that that was a thing. It feels like a massive L. Yeah, I agree with that. I, th I think there's also going back to like certain, certain shit's not for me. Like I get it the way that they've, release stuff of like they're on the stack you know on the headline stack on espn.com you know every week when they bleed the stuff out and just because it's i'm tired of getting the press release this doesn't mean that there's not rhyme or reason to it it feels like some of it's not for me in that like they're trying to create fomo or doubt like with other uh investors and with other billionaires or hedge fund guys of like hey you know what like you want to own a sports franchise Here's here's a way instead of having to spend, you know, eight hundred million dollars on an any on an NHL team or a, you know two billion dollars on a on an NBA team, you know. So you totally <laughs> get that. Buy a basketball team instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, it's just it's just it's so funny to me to think of like Steve Cohen and John Henry sitting there like, you know, courtside or or, or whatever you call it, tea side. Uh, you know, and then like part of the thing too, is like a lot of these guys aren't interesting. A lot of these yeah. Players. We haven't really talked about that. That's, that's like one of the biggest selling points. Right. And I feel like that was one of the things we talked about really early on. If I'm remembering correctly is like, ah, oh, tiger will be there. Tiger's going to carry everything. People will tune in for tiger, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it turns out like he might only be there for like one third of the, the broadcasts, which is kind of a weird that feels like a weird just decision, right? To to do it that way. I mean, I know why they probably did it that way. And a lot of it's based on schedules and they couldn't get that like guys coming over for that many weeks. But I don't know. Maybe Tiger will be like all-time quarterback, as someone said. Maybe he'll be uh he'll just be zeroed a, out. He'll be, he'll be wide to wide. But he'll be uh I don't know, maybe he'll be like an in-house MC that's just driving over every week. Uh, but I don't know that's that's a weird one because to your point tron it's like a lot of the other guys are there that are there i don't know how much i really need them mic'd up to be totally honest the the one final uh positive i'll put in this camp and this was kind of how i felt about this a year ago when things were a lot more in flux in the golf world maybe in, i don't know maybe they're more in flux now i just i have no idea what's going on in the golf world now but it was a, a at least a a a point in the W column to say like, hey, for those that stayed on the PGA tour, this is like a chance for some side equity slash side cash, your side piece, if you will. Uh, you know, you're married to the PGA tour, but this is your side piece. In terms of like retaining the top talent on one tour is like the main like in bright lights, the main goal I would want out of uh, professional golf as a whole. 
And if this helps prevent, you know, even more of a fracture, I still think the talent shift is heavily in favor of the PGA Tour versus Live. Uh, controversial, I know, but the more it gets to 50-50, the worse it is for every everyone in golf, I think, except for the fans that pretend to love Live. And if this means like it, it helps retain. I know Cantlay and Xander aren't necessarily the most popular players amongst amongst golf fans right now, but. I still think it'd be worse if those guys went to live and if it helps retain the likes of the guys that were maybe fence sitting the Cameron Youngs uh, and helps them get paid in some way. I still, I still would consider that a positive. We don't really know how much about like, we don't know much about how they're getting paid. Do we? No, no. Like that's, that's where I think a lot of this. It is, but I think that's where a lot of this like weird disconnect comes from for me is like, if, if the, if a lot of the value is like equity in these teams or something, then that would probably explain like the self-seriousness for the teams. And that to me, like teasing that out further, like <laughs> I think it just explains further why I think it would be like doomed to like kind of flop. Right. It's like the, the more serious you take it in order to drive ec- like personal equity for yourselves, like the less fun it's going to be just like, by definition, which again, like we shouldn't discount the fact that like this could be just like a very funny failure as well. And I'm like <laughs> kind of here for that. I'm kind of here for a lot of these like people who have not made a wrong move in 15 years, you know, investment wise, like <laughs> except for uh, Steve Cohen, uh, <laughs> kind of becoming like, you know, a little bit of a laughing stock, I think would be pretty funny. I'm, I'm kind of here for that. I'm kind of here for some of these like tour players who have grossly disgustingly overvalued like their own value in the game of golf to kind of end up looking like idiots i think would be kind of fun so uh, you know again i'm I'm not rooting for it to fail by any means but i I do think there's like there's kind of positives on either side (laughs) whether it's whether it's great or whether it it flops i think there's i think there's gonna be a lot of reasons to watch i think there's also i mean teasing it out on the on on the opposite side of hey what if down the line atlanta drive hosts a pga tour event or you know, Boston Common Golf hosts a PGA Tour event. Like they, you know, like thinking about tournaments as equity endeavors, you know, uh, you know, whether that's the Honda Classic goes over to, you know, Jupiter Links Golf Club. Like Adam Shupak had a had a great piece this week about, you know, kind of the future of that tournament and the tour hoping to take it under, you know, the the championship management umbrella and owned and operated for the PGA tour for profit, all that, um, you know, that, that's an interesting thought. Plus, you know, it's, you know, maybe it turns into a way to vet different equity groups as far as, you know, getting them involved with the tour on some level. And they turn, you know, they turn the tournaments or they turn different elements into, you know, uh, almost like franchises, you know? Um, Cause like, that's the other thing is like, you know, Fenway Sports Group, not to be confused with Fenway Partners, which is doing, you know, they're in the mix with all the other stuff on the PGA Tour side. Um, you know, it feels like it feels like there's a lot of private equity sloshing around there. And, and you know, and then also like, you know, these 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 owners are are, you know, like it's 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 a way for like I guarantee you Cantley is gonna be on the TGL New York team. I guarantee it. Like him and Steve Cohen are gonna be thick as thieves. I again a lot of like 
a lot of what's like thrown out about this, a lot of what has been focused on to this point, still like, but the bottom line for almost everything we do on this podcast, like, hey, is this going to be cool for fans or not? Right? If if it, is this going to be like entertaining and fun and fun for fans or not? And like, I I I get that they're really hyped about the technology aspect of this. I get that they're hyped about players mic'd up and all that. And then there's 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 enough thrown out there to, in a perfect world, say yeah, this is for fans. Uh, I just think that it's also watered down so much by like the thought that we would care this much about who the owners are. And I, I I'm sorry. Do, I, we didn't spend enough time on the Morikawa video. Like that was uh, <laughs> such an abomination. Like lit, all you had to do was not do the Taylor Gooch, yeah. like this, like Ryder cup comparison of this, like that's, and you haven't even hit one. The, the arena is not even built yet. And he said, I just got chills through my body. I don't think I've ever answered a call like this. I mean, I got my Ryder Cup call this year, but this, I think this tops it almost. And on an obviously stage FaceTime call that like, if it was a bit, it w- could have been really funny. It just was definitely, definitely, definitely not a bit. And it was, that was the the moment where I started to get a little worried about this thing. Cause it was, uh, it, that's and the Atlanta Drive GC welcome video with Chipper Jones and our guy Matt Ryan, uh, that was also not it. Um, Neither but, of which is involved with the team, by the way. <laughs> just like before we knew, we still don't know who's on Atlanta Drive. Just like, are you in? But like, I don't fucking know what I'm getting in on. Like, what? <laughs> why are you asking me this question? Uh, I think what's what's hard. I know all the reasons why this didn't happen. I know things are probably not done yet. Yada yada yada. But like, if everything's as cool as I am led to believe. How about just show me one person hitting a fucking shot into with <laughs> like showing off all of this technology? I feel what like that happens just... when the technology freezes <laughs> up and a shot doesn't get like doesn't get counted. I don't know what, are they, what are they doing baseball <laughs> to throw the pizza on the roof. Uh, I, I think that the uh, like how how much would that like assuage a lot of my like concerns? Right, if everything's like as cool as everybody's telling me like just just show it to me as you're rolling stuff out hey here's why you should care who's on each team because here's what the product is and again it's like every fucking thing in golf i think that's why i'm like so pessimistic about this is it all just starts with like a bunch of people in a boardroom talking about like oh yeah people will like it trust me like i trust me i know what people like they'll definitely like this and that's where i'm like there's got to be some human beings involved at some point that like actually have a product to watch that they think is really useful and cool and like worth their time. And that just, again, I'm not willing to say that that's what this is. I just gestures wildly at everything in golf over the past 30 years. Like, I just don't think a lot of these people have earned the benefit of the doubt that like, this is going to be some awesome revolutionary thing that makes me totally reconsider, uh, you know, the sport. And we have we have the match. The match is fine, right? The, the match fine, started out it? in the exact, and that's exactly right. They they all start out in the same way. Like, no, no, no. Trust me, this isn't for you. This this is going to bring in the casual fans. They're going to love it. No, trust me, this isn't for you. This is going to this is going to change everything. And it just they all get like watered down by Sally. You just said it, but like they all get watered down by the interests of like the people who are doing it and well, we'd love to do it this way, but we can't because this person said we can't yada, yada, yada. PJ tour gets involved. Then the networks get involved and they all just end up in the same way. So maybe that won't happen this time. Maybe it'll all get pushed through. <laughs> that's that's me convincing myself. The U S is going to win in Europe at a Ryder cup. It, maybe it'll maybe, be different this time. Maybe it maybe will be. It'll, 
It's Maybe already sponsored. They 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 haven't announced dick Anything. about this thing. They haven't seen them yet. It's already it's already yet. presented by TGL. There's a billion sponsors to everything already, which like you have to commend. And that's why I, I also am just like yeah, maybe it'll be a huge success because golf is just like a never-ending runaway money-making machine. Except and if just... you live. <laughs> <laughs> look, look how much money's already being spent on the screen. Golf Live has almost still almost they're, no sponsors outside of this That's no, they're taking calls every day. Phones are ringing off the hook. Uh, they should they should get that they should get that company that. That oil, that Mexican oil company that wants to sponsor uh, Lowe's Fireball. No, the uh, they they want to sponsor the other one uh, that Waco's on. Torque, uh, come on, oh, Torque. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. That's that's kind of I think my general my general vibe. Like the optimist read is like there's so many important influential people involved, and this could totally bring the sport to a brand new audience. I'm I'm totally here for that i think the pessimist read is like this is going to be like everything else that happens in the game of golf and it's going to get watered down and probably turn into like a wasted opportunity i want it to be good i think we're rooting for it to be good i'm not rooting against it totally yeah i'm with yeah. you what do we make we haven't talked much about rom uh it was originally committed to this mysteriously was not listed on their website anymore puts out a statement says you know, due to scheduling conflicts, he's no longer going to be involved. Any anything to make of this? Yeah, he's he's got a you know he's taking over the Iron Heads. <laughs> you think Kevin Knowles is going to let that happen? Yeah. See, Juan Kim's out. Kevin Knowles out. They got the cap space. <laughs> it's going to be a worst to first sitch. <laughs> oh i I don't know it's i'm sure it was like he's got two young kids and he's probably like that's where i feel like all right rom you know rom's defending at mexico or he's defending it like he normally always plays amex for some reason like there's he, he typically always plays phoenix like i'm sure he's just like honestly like if this thing's good i'll join in year two yeah and you know but like uh, uh, like I want to win majors. I want to prep for the major season. I, I think there's something to be said for the fact that Rom's not doing it. Scotty's not doing it. Hovland's not doing it. Spieth's not Spieth. doing it. Yeah. Uh, I just also I, want to correct the record. Big Tone is defending at the uh, Mexican Open, not uh, oh, not Rom. Right. Big Tone defeated John Rom. Is that. Big Tone doing it? Big Tone's not doing it. Big Tone is not listed in there. Um, I think some of the guys that are geographically How is not doing it. I it's think made for him. Some of the like not a lot of Arizona representation. Max is is Max the only Arizona guy? I I, I don't know where everyone lives uh, off the top of my head. But Wyndham Clark, Wyndham Clark, um, that is sounds I correct. Think Tom Kim's a Vegas guy, maybe is that That's right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ricky lives in Jupe. Fitzpatrick lives in Jupe. Rose, where is he? Oh, he's he's he in Orlando, global, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando, Bahamas. Bahamas. Is he in Bahamas? Bahamas yeah. yeah. Uh, where does Xander, Xander live? He's in Florida, I think. Is or is he, he California? I think though. he's in San Diego or California. Yeah. yeah, you might be right. I don't know. Max is Arizona. Horses, Jupiter, Bonavidra, Cantlay's Jupiter, Tommy Lad. Uh, he has a place in Florida, doesn't he? Tommy's, I think, yeah, Jupe or Orlando and Dubai. 
Man. I would think you would know this, TC. But uh, Shane Lowry's Jupe. Uh, Sahith is Houston. I don't remember where Cam Young lives. I don't know. Sahith's, Sahith's the big United guy. <laughs> Seriously. Who's who's going to end up being a big winner of this, you think? Well, like, all right. Like, first of all, who's, who's going to be on each team? So, like, oh, Kisner's definitely going to be on the Atlanta team, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would assume that there's, like, a, a, a rhyme and reason why some of this gets gets lined up. Can I, I have a, a different question. These people that bought in money, where does that money go? Like, is that just towards building the stadium and like, or is that go straight up to players up front as, as fund the operation? And then, I, yeah, I would think it, I mean, there's gotta be a ton of like upfront cost getting stuff actually like going right. Yeah. But I mean, if, six teams, and if it's building a stadium and more than 25 mil, less than hundred, let's call it 50 mil, six times 300 mil Mike, to start this whole thing. Mike McCarley might be flush right now. <laughs> uh, I have I have no idea. Yeah, it's a good question. There's a lot of unanswered questions on kind of like the financial, you know, just setup of the whole thing. I do want to, yeah. What uh, TC? What do you think the cap meant when he said he wanted Jupiter Links to reflect the culture of his hometown? Because <laughs> all I can it's think is like, go, going to the woods and seeing all those waiters with the white belts and <laughs> passing out the hot towels. All I can think is that that uh, remember that golf digest. Like painting a picture oh, yeah. from a couple of years ago. It was an actual <laughs> photo. It wasn't even a, a painting. Yeah. Like a modern shot and all those just ghouls in there. <laughs> like canal side, uh, you know. I mean, uh, shit. How is how is MJ not not part of this? He's down in Jupe. Honestly, given his ownership record, I think that is <laughs> one of the one of the strongest things that TGL has going so far. Will you? Uh, will people watch this? Do you think people are going to watch this? We got to get on the record for this. Do you think it's going to be a ratings hit, ratings average, ratings flop? Do you have, do you have the slam ball numbers, Deej? I mean, like a hundred thousand people watch slam ball. One hundred sixty-four thousand. The last time. That's where everybody's just like, "Oh my god, it's on ESPN." You know, it's going to be a not huge, like that many people are watching. Yes, it's like rank dude, and file PGA Tour it's events. Not though. like nineteen ninety-nine anymore. Like this stuff has changed dramatically. I, I don't think. Like I don't know. Like Tron is Freddie just like dialing up ESPN, just like I'm gonna sit in front of the TV and just like see what's on for the next half hour, waiting for my my program to come on. I'm guessing he's just dialing up YouTube and yeah. like that's pretty much it. But totally. Uh, uh, I, I I will say, uh, I, I think it's I think there'll be a big turnout for the first like couple, and I think it's gonna slowly fizzle because I I again. If you want me to like change my mind on that, like I'm gonna have to see a little bit of like what it looks like, <laughs> what it actually is. So the the ratings for women's college volleyball regular season on ESPN averaged two hundred six thousand viewers. Um, the I'm just looking at like the top thirty eight ESPN shows. It's like all most all talk shows other than NFL regular season games. NFL regular season games are king. Monday night kickoff, Monday night post, uh, Monday night post game, college game day, college football afternoon. Uh, those make out the rest of the top five. Then NBA regular season. Then the rest are all like NFL countdown, Monday night countdown, college football scoreboard, college football prime. Pardon the interruption. CFP rankings show, Sports Center weekend AM, NBA courtside, first take, Sports Center twelve AM, NBA pregame, get up, Sports Center special, Sports Center early, around the horn, Sports Center one AM. Like it's the live sports 
uh, on ESPN. They don't have a lot to begin with. I, I, you have to go yeah. all the way back down to um, an NBA. No, it goes like the next one rated one is the women's college volleyball regular season at 36 with 206,000 people watching. Well, I guess some of it is like, you know, is this taking the place of would they be doing college basketball? Would they be doing NBA during this time slot? And also, I guess it's not as important as it used to be ESPN or ESPN2, ESPN360, and people can kind of watch whatever. And who knows what the ratings are on the, you know, on the streaming stuff versus television. Um, I, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just, and it's like, how do you take it seriously if, like, like what are the court? Like, what are the courses going to look like in like the screen of like? Are they going to try to be like, all right, we're playing in Boston, so it's going to have, you know, it's going to look like Boston, or the home team is Los Angeles, and it looks like they're playing at Wilshire or something like that. Like that, that like that's a super interesting element, right? Of like, what kind of designs are they going to be playing? Is it gonna? What's it going to prioritize? What's it going to be? Because like all those variables and inputs that you're inputting into the simulator or the launch monitor or whatever those are all i feel, like, I feel like they have a fun chance to like do some fun stuff i don't know if they will didn't they yeah. like I, I mean i don't think that was a joke earlier right like they signed didn't they sign like nicholas designs to do the holes <laughs> i i've i've heard of a, a different design firm slash person that is going to be involved in some way like i think it i i think the I'd be shocked. I'd be very surprised if they didn't do something fun with the design, right? Like you have no challenge. Like this is not a real, it's not real golf. You can do wild ass golden tea shit. Like there's no, give me I was one say, reason why you hire the golden tea people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you can do some Mario golf shit. Like that was, God, that game was sweet. I kind of want to play that as soon as I said cool. that out loud. Uh, I would hope they don't do just standard. Uh, if they, I'll be hey, I'll, I'll say this now. I'll be out if they bring in Reese Jones to do this. I'll, I'll say that on record. I'm willing to put that on record. <laughs> do you think you think people are going to watch it, Sully? I am. I think the first two weeks will do quite well. I would think, yeah. and then I think, I don't know. As soon as it's not a Tiger Week, like the uh, leading up to whatever the first Tiger Week is, it'll do pretty well. As soon as it's not a Tiger Week. Uh, and it's like, dude, why am I Lucas Glover's playing in this match against, you know, Kevin Kisner and Minwoo Lee. And, uh, I just, I don't know. I struggle to see it. It really carrying the day, but I don't know. Could be wrong. I could very well could be wrong. We'll see. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm digging through here on some press releases. Nicholas design announces exclusive partnership with full swing simulators, which is the simulator company. Hmm. So you got to think that they're going to be at least somewhat involved in this. That is is clearly not good. It's, it's not good. <laughs> That's not good if that is the case. Um, uh, we'll give a chance to give any final wraps here. Uh, the merch is going to kill me that I waited this long to get this in. But this episode is presented by the No Laying Up Pro Shop. If you haven't bought from us in the past, it is a great time to take a spin around the shop. Store.nolayingup.com. we got new Holderness and Born Fall Apparel. Sounds like I need to get in there, actually. Uh, limited edition Foot Joy Apparel. We got head covers, ladies' gear, towels, tees, socks, and more. Really pumped about the fall collections that are coming in over this next month of restocks we did on our best-selling quarter zips and workout T-shirts. The Pro Shop Holiday Promo goes live Friday via our email newsletter. We will we'll run through Cyber Monday. You can sign up at newsletter.nolangup.com to get early holiday deals in the NLU Pro Shop. 
Any what, parting thoughts? You see, just came across something else that he's finding quite entertaining. Just <laughs> so deep down the wormhole, basketball. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I watch basketball tonight. I know. I was thinking about that too. So the fictional teams in basketball are the Dallas Felons, the Detroit Lemons, the Los Angeles Riots, the Miami Dealers, the Milwaukee Beers. That's of course uh, Trey and Matt's team. The the uh, Roswell Aliens, uh, San Francisco Fairies. <laughs> The San Antonio Defenders and the New Jersey Informants, and uh, it's it just like the whole the whole thing of like the you know this Denslow guy he could be Mike McCarley, <laughs> Squeak Scolari, uh, you know the whole thing. There's a there's that there's that child labor controversy where where they were making the apparel or the basketballs over in Calcutta, India. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. So are you going to go from night one? Uh, probably not. I don't I mean, I don't know. Probably not. When's it start? The 7th? January 9th. This was all covered in class earlier, TC. Yeah. Come on. If TC plays, not been the stars too. He's from the, from the Capitol on the 6th. <laughs> TC's back there playing on his phone, not paying attention in class. All right. We got to wrap this up. This was a fun uh, look into TGL, good to get our thoughts out on paper and on the airwaves. Any any final party thoughts? Uh, no, I think it's 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 going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, I know I sound like a I, I don't mean to sound like a big pessimist. Like I I am rooting for it to be good. I just I also don't want to uh, gloss past some of the like pretty big red flags that I feel like are are, are kind of sticking out of the ground. But listen. I'll be excited to see people hit the first shot. I'll be excited to see the cat out there. I'll be excited to see Max out there. It'll be fun. But, you know, they're, they're going to need to bring the noise and do something pretty far outside the box, I think. with like, like, I think the big thing that we try to say this a lot, but it's like as soon as you start to get into that pool of like, no, 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 no. Like this isn't for golf fans. This is for casual fans. You, now all of a sudden you're competing with everything else that casual fans can do and spend their time doing. And that's where I, I kind of just have an inkling that most of the people involved here are pretty systemically built to cater to me and golf fans. <laughs> and I think once they get outside of that bubble, it's, it's really freaking hard. And, uh, that's that's where I think some of my my pessimism lies, but we will see. We will certainly see. Max has to be on the LA team, right? I don't know. I mean, it's a dynasty. If you have him and, and Colin, like, can you? Is that who's gonna? Is the commission? What's the PJ Tour superstore guy gonna say about that? He's I, like, it's I would hope that the Williams Why is there no draft. What's going yeah, on? I know that's such a mess. That's dude. the fun stuff, right? Like that's the stuff that's fun to banter about like like the williams sisters they should they should let their dad richard like be, I, a, be the manager the captain how fun would it be if there was an upcoming draft and the, we could write columns on power ranking like everyone's trade value of like a fan graphs rating of everyone's trade value in golf like age and projectability all this stuff like where does where does ludwig go in that uh versus like lucas glover in terms of you know the immediate returns and yeah and this is where i keep coming back to is like if it was built for fans like that's what they would do but it's not it's that's built to well, like well it's built to not be an inconvenience to everybody well and that's and it's, where it's like yeah. cool man have if, fun every team sport works because it is like the best players in totality right it's not like a weird selection if you don't have rom if you don't have scheffler and you don't have 
all these guys like it's really hard to really take this product seriously because it's just like the best random team of who signed up for it same problem live has it's like that's just who is the best out of the sellouts this is just the best out of who has free time on a monday night uh and you know want some equity in atlanta drive gc i don't know they just all want equity everybody's after equity that's it man. equity and what right, that's know, and the tour just just keeps fucking over chicago and seattle tell me about it man some of these markets that you know you don't Who's give them tournaments you don't are give you, them are you guys willing to declare your allegiance to a team right here now or no are you, you no. gotta wait and see i gotta wait and see I, what do you you need to wait and see what like what who wins the first it? championship that's what i'm gonna that's who i'm gonna be a, a fan of <laughs> i'm a four aces fan and uh uh, I'm a fan of whoever wins first championship. We know how this works. I, I might root I for might my guy. I might be a Jupiter Lynx guy. <laughs> I'm such a fan of uh, the Woods Jupiter that I can't, I can't look past Jupiter Lynx. Neil's going to Jupiter Lynx GC hat. It's really good stuff. <laughs> Neil's going to be a TGL New York fan. For sure. Stephen Cohen. Uh, can't lay. Old so tough is two horses making it to the World Series on a different team. <laughs> He needs a he needs a bounce back. All right, that's officially a wrap. We'll be back with a sun, Sunday night recap of the Butterfield Bermuda Championship this week. <laughs> Which let, let me say that's not good either, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's not what I'm right. Seen the field? Yeah, that, the like, field's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's right. I don't want to speak out of both sides of my mouth. Like that's not good either, right? We got it. There's a lot of shit that we got to clean up, and, and maybe this will be a step in the right direction. Maybe it won't, but you know, Bermuda's that that ain't it either they gave, they gave ryuji amata a sponsor exemption talk about he's 47 and he declined it <laughs> he might be on uh he might be the 25th man talk about atlanta drive you know go dogs uh the only way i think we could sum this all up is a true who could say situation uh it, it certainly has our attention and uh i semi look forward to watching but Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. We'll be back on Sunday. Hope everyone has a great week. Cheers. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect.